What's up, Dirty Cones? What's up, Dirty Cones? So the, the Ventures were just on Walk, Don't Run. Yeah. And the Ventures from Tacoma. Uh-huh. Uh, which is a horrible place. Something but good came out of it. The Ventures. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, two firemen we know. Yep. So. Yep. It's, it's not, not too bad. That's not too bad. Not too bad. Especially since the, the two firemen we know are very nice. Very nice firemen. Very nice firemen. station now all eating vegan thanks to uh, the influence of our yoga girl. Wow. Uh-huh. That's pretty, funny. That's pretty funny. So we have a, a friend who is our yoga instructor and bowl bath uh, mm-hmm. musician, yeah. wave maker. Wave maker. And um, we, we bring her on our training trips. Yeah. Special guest instructor. And it's it's very humorous to see the way the young men uh, flock to her. I've never seen any group of people move so fast to make accommodations (laughs) for someone. It was incredible. So Kimberly is a very beautiful young lady. Yes, she is. And very kind, sweet soul. Beautiful. I love she's always like, hello, friend. I'm like, hello. And I bow to her and I'm like. She loves that. She loves it. She's so precious. Very nice. It's person. like finding a sister. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And so our our new plan for Puerto Rico is mm-hmm. um, uh-huh. cone. I don't know if I want to go performer of the day or just performer overall okay. or or a certain section. Yeah. But whoever does the best in this uh, area will get to go rescue Kimberly in the water. <laughs> it's gonna need to be like a tiebreaker or something. Which she also only weighs probably about ninety pounds. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I would be really happy to rescue Kimberly. Right? Yeah. Nice easy rescue. I mean, I, I don't mind larger people because you know usually people yeah. are kind of neutral in the water, but uh, you never know. Yeah, a, a little tiny girl is okay too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be fantastic. And if they're still having trouble with the earthquake and stuff like that while we're down there, then we're going to go give assistance. Yeah, we'll do some service work. And, you know, maybe help build something or destroy something or... Something. Um, So, if that interests you, you know, hit us up. Yeah. Uh, We're looking at an October... um, It's usually mine. Yeah. An October time frame for a week of service in the Cayman Islands helping the Central Caribbean Marine Institute and drowning cones. That's going to be fun too. Planning beaches, drowning cones. If only there were waves. If, uh, yeah. That's my only problem with the place. But it is a very beautiful place. Yeah. Filled with very nice people. Yeah, it's going to be great. Mm -hmm. It's going to be really cool. So the Mm -hmm. uh, basis of this podcast is talking about our three-part series on Gates of Fire. Yes. My first introduction to Gates of Fire, um, but boy, are there a lot of great nuggets in there. And I didn't really even read the whole thing from front to back, but since you've indexed it, I can totally see why you did that because there's so much good lessons and just insights and the way things are said, just all kinds of great stuff. Yeah, great book. Um, amazing book. Yeah, and just his knowledge 
like it's it's kind of like reading Dune, mm. but an easier read. Oh yeah, Dune's not easy to read. Uh, yeah, Dune's not easy to read. But Dune is, if you can read Dune, great story. Uh, everything you get out of Gates of Fire, I would say just about every page of Dune has a nugget mm-hmm. of wisdom or something. Yeah. So, uh, just Gates of Fire is just an easier read. Sure. Um, not to say that it's not fantastic writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, it's just a, I don't want to say speaking, but it, well, yeah, yeah it, it is, so. it, mm-hmm. it's easy, I don't know, it's amazing. I mean, I can read it. So that was my 11th time reading the book. Really? And in about 12 years. Wow. Once, well, it was up until like the ninth or tenth year. It was once a yearish, and then like I loaned out all my copies, and then I was screwed, and so I couldn't read it. Yeah, we know what happens if we loan out copies. Yeah, if you give uh, a book or like someone says, "Hey, can I borrow twenty bucks?" You just write that off. You're not. It's a gift. It's a gift. Yeah. Because. So have an additional copy. Yeah, but then you end up with like a library of two, your Noah's Ark. Um, Stephen Pressfield uh, wrote a book called uh, The War of Art, which is all about uh, whatever your art form is, whatever, you know, whether you're a writer, photographer, surfer, yogi, what is your passion in life or what is your job in life. Uh, be a professional. Yeah. You know, um, who, I think it was him or uh, Brad Lowe. Mm-hmm. Is there Brad Lowe? I don't. Bra- Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe, yeah. Brad Pitt, his, Rob Lowe. Uh, he's got a brother, Chad, oh, Chad Lowe. Chad Lowe, yeah, that's true. All right, so uh, the quote is. Um, Okay, so we'll circle back. You will circle back because I couldn't. Yeah. It's too much to go. It's either uh-huh. Carl Jung oh, or Mickey wow. Mouse. You <laughs> okay, know, yeah, yeah. it didn't feel right. So yeah. when I remember. Okay, that's good. Uh, so Stephen Pressfield uh, writing. It's a, he wakes up every morning at the same time. He goes to his uh, studio. He he types a thousand words. Whether it's good, bad, whatever. Okay, that's what the Rob Lowe said. You should just type, just oh, and that the the actual out. writing is yeah. in the editing. True, totally true. So that's the approach I've been taking lately on um, you know the book stuff that we're working on. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I just put it all out there. Okay. Yeah, and and then I'll give to you, and you'll. Make sense. Yeah, make it make sense. Yeah. The translator. I give her words and she does something with them. Um, Alright, well, all right, so, uh, so, scene press show. Yeah. Goes to work, or you know, goes to his room, yeah. types a thousand words, uh, saves it at the end of the day, uh, doesn't believe in writer's block. Um, 
it's it's system, it's uh, technique, it's um, what's that? that uh, the one thing I did well with the boys. Discipline and routines. Routines. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. Getting in that routine and like teaching yourself, you know, just to to do it. Mm-hmm. So um, yesterday I was asked to look into 60 minute hot yoga instructor uh, training yeah. and it it seems pretty um, I guess we'll go with intense for lack of a better word yeah it's, it's not a yoga instructor for sissies right and what's really funny is like I'm not so it's got some you know 7 days in a row uh, 18 hour days yeah weekends, you know, like, that's that's not really the part I'm worried, and not that I'm worried about it. Yeah. Um, the part I'm a little concerned is uh, the rote memorization of a dialogue that my, uh, my Swiss cheese brain has never, I believe, uh, memorized anything verbatim. I just had an idea. What'd you have? You just happen to know somebody have a brain coach. You will have a brain coach. Who will work with me and then I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Okay. You'll be great, baby. Ta-da. Don't worry. Look at that. There. If through stoicism, sure. you have a problem. What is the problem? Okay. How do you stop the problem from happening? All right. What do you do if the problem happened? We have just answered our question. Now I don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. I, I was actually explaining that to somebody the other day uh-huh. and you could have heard a pin drop. Really? They were just like... Didn't click? Were they really? Amazed? No, they were just amazed. amazed. Wow. And, uh... Well, so I felt pretty good because it felt like a... It's a paradigm shift. It is. You know what it is. And the timing is right on. It wouldn't have necessarily been the right time three months ago or whatever. But what perfect timing for this to but so they, they have a um, one of the uh, classes that we can take uh-huh. is a yin class uh-huh. and yin is holding poses for longer than a minute is like three minutes six minutes so like our plank or or holding uh, the world's most greatest stretch what, what is the concept behind that? What is the... You, you're actually flushing it more because you're holding it okay, and giving so it more resistance. That's the system. Okay, gotcha. Makes sense. But I think of ANS, mm-hmm. all these things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What is... All I got to do is, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. so, so getting into yin mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then... But having, like, weapons. Mm-hmm. You know, and... And do it, you know, rubber rifles, yeah. whatever. But just the uh, the peaceful warrior mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, concept. Yeah. Um, and I also think about um, peaceful warrior, like yoga as a martial art. 
Right. Well, anything is a martial art. Uh, Kung training as a martial art. You know, not necessarily bow to your sensei type of thing, but but the mindset, the thought process, uh, the endurance, the... um, And I think about, like, the technique and the foundations that come with, like, yoga, martial arts, code and stuff. Like, the technique and the foundation is so important. It's everything. Yeah. by the doctor yeah. like I wasn't bothered or annoyed. like I knew it happened for a reason uh-huh. and I had no idea why okay. but I was just like alright <laughs> you know okay cool okay yeah there were I, I was like it, it happened for a reason you know I don't know why and then it turns out you know I had a heart murmur yeah that Nobody had ever caught in all of my flight physicals. Imagine what a different story your life would have been if they would have caught that. That's nuts. But imagine what I was able to do with a heart murmur. Yeah. That nobody ever caught it. No one ever caught. So, Mm -hmm. um, which then saved me from dying from the flu. It did. It did. So. Did you have an immediate piece about it or did you have to work on it? When? When the doctor stabbed you. Oh, I had immediate peace. You had immediate peace. Like I said, it was that breath. It was like... Wow. Right then. Yep. Okay. Yeah, no, I... Just something told me... An inner kind of... Why would that happen? Right. Um... Which, like I was telling you yesterday, uh... I was driving down the road, and there was a truck filled with dead fish and they got out of my way like they were cleared a path for me and so even in death my my deal with the fish still exists it's true I thought it was kind of cool that's pretty interesting yeah but okay so so am I drawing lines and circles and you know connecting dots or you know for me it's real yeah but how many people aren't open to seeing the potential of I helped this guy or I spoke to this person in Midhold and then this happened and then ta-da. Right. You know, I mean, I, I can't even tell you how many people have talked to me out of Medhold and, you know, I was here, it was horrible, you showed up, said some jokes, and then I was okay. Yeah. And, you know, not this, that I have all the answers or something, but it's perspective. It's are you praying to God for a 
non-AIDS heaven, man. <laughs> you know, yeah. what what are you doing right. with your life? Right. And like you were saying a few minutes ago, like being deciding to put meaning on something, attaching meaning to the fish truck movie or things like that. Like that's important. We need to attach meaning. Otherwise, it does seem very disconnected. So that whole yeah, it just needs some perspective, some meaning attached to it. Well, I think of flow. Uh-huh. Um, I, was having, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day about flow, and I, I think flow is huge. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, um, if you can get into that flow state, well, life is a CQB, you know, or CQC. You're, you have to be uh, fluid. Yeah. Whichever way you go, go. Be yeah. bold. Yeah. You know, aggression. Yeah. And... Be steadfast. Yeah. Commit. Commit. There's no... You know, because... Well, I mean, shoot. Think about your average person walking across the street and a bus is coming. Yeah. And they're like... And then they're froze. Right. Or the fact that they just make most of their decisions based off fear anyway. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of that. I mean, the, our entire national defense, uh, oh, my God, the stock market, it's all... It's all messed up. I it's all fear. Oh, yeah, that's all that is. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's a war in Guatemala. Oh, oh the there's a storm coming. I mean, any excuse to... Whereas I, I think if you had, you know, like CrossFit with a conscience, but you had a, a, a word public with a conscience, because we're not a democracy, we're a republic, but um, a conscience in that, you know what, I just need to make this amount of money. I don't need to make three trillion dollars, because what can I spend three trillion dollars on? Or I think about the Waltons. Yeah. They're all millionaires. Millionaires. And yet the people that work at their store can't even afford to... Struggle, struggle, struggle. Whereas I would think, okay, I own Walmart. I've, you know, done very well. I'm going to start paying my people a good wage. And I'm going to sell stuff at a regular price. They have no conscience about that. And, and then that way my people can get medical because I'm a good Christian who's from Arkansas so why wouldn't I want my people to have um but that's just me I know and the Waltons I know it's frustrating because yeah anyway that's very it seems very intentional that they don't take care of their people go to church on Sunday, but where is God in your heart on Monday? <laughs> yeah, so I like that one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Alright. Alright, um, all so Stephen Pressfield. Actually, uh, Stephen Pressfield, to me, the way he writes his books, uh, I feel very akin to him in that he tells his story from uh, somebody else. Like, it's uh, somebody in hindsight or... Uh, in the future telling the past okay. or in the present saying what happened in the past yeah. and I really he, he's got a story he's got a message he's got something he wants you to hear but it's not necessarily he's a conduit right you know and 
So he's just doing his God-given talent, his gift, and trying doing his part to make the world a better place yeah. Yeah, yeah. through amazing books of li- literature. Uh, so I really like that because it's. I mean, well, I mean, so we've been talking about, um, and the book talks about uh, ego a lot too. Yeah. And so. Growing up, I, I never got any compliments from my parents, which fine, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I was I, I still don't take compliments well. Um, this is true. I don't. Well, so I always. Uh, oh, there's a Johnny Cash song, "God's Gonna Cut You Down." Mm-hmm. Uh, the song's like from '96, '97, but the uh, I'd actually heard the concept before at some point. Uh-huh. And, and the, the idea is if you're fucking all proud and, you know, blah, 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 yeah. oh, God's going to oh, cut yeah. you down. Yeah, yeah. So I've always been grateful to God that he uh, keeps me humble yeah. in that any time I have ever started to think uh, highly of myself, mm-hmm. something smacks me down. Yeah, like immediately, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Immediately. Which is good because it saves me from becoming an asshole. But yes. um, it's nice to know if someone's looking out for you. But, but it's like an immediate feedback response. Right. So it, it's been a lot of long time, I believe, mm-hmm. since. But because, well, the instructor's beating into you. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't mind, <laughs> and you don't matter. Yeah. 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 It's not about you at all. You, you know, it's like in the Marine Corps. There you're broke or hurt they got another 18 year old coming in next week yeah you know everybody is replaceable absolutely and you know I think I started seeing that like uh working you know being a PJ and then people would retire three months later you're like oh shit yeah dude what happened to that guy yeah I I wonder how he's doing Mm -hmm. or he'd been replaced you know or you go to a new unit and or you've been replaced. Changes, yeah. Every, everything is just uh, constant change, and you know, uh, who do you know? Who do you are? You know, every time you go to a new team, you have to prove yourself. Yeah, yeah. So, the like, what I got to my second team, uh-huh. I was like, I got to prove myself again, mm-hmm. and not like in a, mm-hmm. a, a a why kind of way, right. just like in a. I just got back from Afghanistan mm-hmm. and Pakistan. Mm-hmm. And you guys, you guys haven't been to Afghanistan or Pakistan, and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it wasn't, I didn't mind, but it just was kind of like, I was feeling, mm-hmm. you know, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was very grateful for having survived everything that I'd survived, so. Um, and, and that'll be an episode I want to get into, too, about, yeah. um. Life, death, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yes, that'll definitely be an episode. So, uh, mm-hmm. thank you, Stephen Pressfield, for writing books. Yeah. Please keep doing so. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said his other book is The Art of War? Oh, he's, he's got a bunch of books, but uh, The Art of War would be a, another good one. Uh, Virtues of War is about Alexander the Great in Afghanistan. Okay. <clears throat> then he's got, well, the Virtues of War actually is about Alexander the Great, period. Okay. 
Um, and then there's another book called The Afghan Campaign mm-hmm. that uh, deals with uh, Alexander the Great only in Afghanistan. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's some really good books. So check them out. Thanks for listening. And uh, keep training hard. We got cones. Oh, yeah?